Technology. You can't stop it, so how do we live with it? That's what Chet and Gary discussed today. Let's go! Good morning, Chet, and how are you today? I'm doing great, Gary. How about yourself? Fantastic. So what's the flavor of the day? Well, you know, in our uh, last meeting, we talked about the Internet 101, and uh, there were some very interesting things that came out. One of the things is that uh, the estimate is by 2025, there will be over 74 billion things connected to the Internet. 74 billion. 74 billion things. Uh, That's about 10 times the number of people that exist on the planet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and when you're saying things, what type of things? Uh, well, that, that's the interesting thing. Uh, we're talking about Internet of Things. Uh, you see the acronym uh, capital I, lowercase o, capital T, Internet of Things. Okay. Uh, this is things like uh, doorbells and uh, security cameras and cars and light bulbs garage and refrigerators, door garage yeah. door openers, uh, you name it, uh, all of your computers, uh, you, you name it. Everything in the world uh, is going to be talking to each other. And uh, the interesting thing about this is that as a, as a senior citizen, this is imposing a significant amount of change on our world. And most of the seniors that I interact with are interested in stability, not change. And this is causing a lot of problems with people with the, the fact that all of a sudden when something gets connected to the Internet, you have passwords and user IDs and uh, two-factor authentications and the new pass keys if they ever get those implemented coming down the line. So there, there's an awful lot going on here. And I think that one of the biggest problems from a senior's point of view is how in the world can I incorporate this into my life or how do I I adapt this into what I'm doing? Because we're finding that it's hard to go to the bank right now. You find that there are fewer tellers in the banks. Uh, You're doing more stuff online. We were just talking to a person here in the help lab that uh, she needed to have some forms filled out online for a telephone call that was coming up later today and was having trouble getting her computer to work so she could even do that. Uh, so things like this are starting to be a big problem where we can't do it any other way. Um, so I, I think that this is going to be a real challenge for us trying to figure out how in the world we make this compatible with senior citizens. It's a good point, too, because uh, speaking of the the lady that came by, um, I mean, what? and there's still people out there that don't use smartphones. They don't have computers. They don't have laptops or iPads. What do they do? You know, and I'm assuming once the call came in that they would go over the information with them at that point. But just to require that, you know, it's just just like – uh, a given that everybody has, though. That's that, right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the interesting thing is that it, it seems to me that if you're under the age of 50, this is not a big problem. Right. Right. It seems to be the people that are on the north side of that, that, that this becomes uh, an issue. Just how in the world do you write to someone? I mean, with social media out there, uh, you know, you got Twitter, you got Facebook, uh, you've got what it, WhatsApp, uh, and uh, the list goes on and on and on. So how do you how do you even communicate with people? 
And, you know, usually, I mean, a lot of people are resistant to change anyway, but I think the senior section is really resistant to change because they feel like without, really, without even getting into it, they just assume right off the bat it's too complicated. It is too complicated, right. right. And so that is one of the reasons I always liked Apple products because they just work. Mm -hmm. They're seamless in, in connecting them and... It's just a, a I don't user. know after our experience this morning. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, there are there are glitches. <laughs> there are glitches. <laughs> but it, it's very um, user friendly. Mm -hmm. And um, as these devices, as you say, become more more uh, ready accessible, because now with Thread, uh, you can add all kinds of automations and locks and doors and shades to your home that doesn't really have to be. Apple HomeKit enabled, right. it will... Yeah, and this, uh, this thing called Matter also Matter, is kind of right. coming yeah. down the line, and uh, that's supposed to make a big change to uh, all of this uh, home stuff and Internet of Thing connections uh, and so forth. I, I got to thinking uh, that uh, I remember when I was growing up uh, hearing the phrase that it was unusual for somebody to travel more than 25 miles from their house. Uh, and uh, today, uh, I think it's uh, unusual if you don't have at least 25 million friends. <laughs> <laughs> 25 million likes. Anyway. Likes in your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. I mean, uh, uh, social media seems to take a big uh, big part of our life nowadays. I mean, there's people that can't go with a half an hour without choking. That, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's a big thing. But yeah. just the ability to be connected uh, with the world uh, is a problem for some people. We have a lot of people, too, that I've talked to that are terrified uh, because they keep hearing all these horror stories and not understanding how things work. Uh, I had one, one gentleman this morning that was telling me that he was uh, very concerned about uh, using his iPhone to use the bank app, and uh, so he was on his on his laptop uh, using a web browser to access the bank. <laughs> Actually, no, I think the web app is is more secure than the yeah. the web browser is. I, I, I hope he had a VPN. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So there's a. There's a lot of uh, stories like that running around. I had somebody, too, that came in for the help lab that uh, was turning all, everything off all the time. If they weren't using it, turn it off. Well, I'm using the batteries, and it doesn't work, and right. I'm not supposed to have it turned on. And I said, who told you that? I don't know. Somebody told me I wasn't. Our applications, <laughs> if I have them using them, get rid of them. I yeah, get rid of them. them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's the other one. I had to uh, ins uh, reinstall the home app on somebody's uh, iPhone this morning because they deleted the home app off because I don't know what that is. I don't, and I don't so, use that. <laughs> so delete it off of there. Uh, one of the things that I've seen, too, is, is the fact that if you are in an environment that mixes systems together, in other words, you've got an iPhone and an iPad and your husband's got a uh, uh, Android, uh, Android uh, system and, uh, you know, uh, you got a, a, a Microsoft Windows uh, laptop at home. Alexa. And Alexa, <laughs> and you're trying to work with all these things and make all these things work together you can make them work together, but the burden is on your shoulders to figure it out. It's not automatic, and it just makes the whole thing much more complex. So um, I would say from a, a senior standpoint, the smarter move for seniors is to get into one environment and stay there. 
Exactly. Either it's, it's all Microsoft or it's all Android or it's all Apple, but don't get into these mixed environments. Don't play that game because you just don't have the computer uh, knowledge, wisdom, street smarts, however you want to refer to it, uh, to pull that off. It's a complicated thing because, I mean, as, as, hate, as I, much as I hate to say it, I mean, if you're going to go with Android, then I think that you ought to stay within that system with yes. Alexa and, you know, and those type of products. Whereas Apple, you stay within that ecosystem and it's just, it's easy. You don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you don't have to worry about how in the world do I put the pieces together and what app do I need to add to my machine to actually make this work. Uh, so, yes, uh, it is, is far more complicated in a mixed environment. And Siri gets uh, jealous of Alexis, too. So oh, yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand. See? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, uh, I think that if we can just get into uh, a mindset that we can learn something new every day. Even as seniors, we can learn something new every day. And just, just try to learn these systems. Um, Apple, of course, makes it easier, I feel, but if you're within any environment that you're in, just because we're seniors doesn't mean that we can't learn. True, but I, I think also that there's a feeling that everything is unique and it's all different and I don't understand how it works. And that really isn't true, that there's a great deal of uh, commonality that exists across devices uh, when you stay within the same uh, ecosystem. If you're with Apple, then you're going to find a great deal of commonality across the Apple stuff. Uh, Android, you're going to find a great deal of commonality across Android. Microsoft, uh, you're going to find the same thing with Windows environment. Uh, so it isn't a case of having to learn everything. It's a case of being able to recognize that the same behaviors apply in many different situations. That's true. And you just have to really focus in on what, if you're actually scared of technology or, you know, you're not really interested in it, just focus on the, the, uh, the parts of it that you use, like your phone or your iPad. Basically, an iPad's great for if you just want to text or if you just want to do emails or watch movies. I mean, a lot of our members come in with laptops that really would have been more suitable for uh, an iPad. iPad. So with that being said, um, technology is not going to stop. We can't stop that. No. And it's only going to get worse. It's, I mean, look at what we're looking at right now. We're looking at artificial intelligence going up. Just the, the photo app in Apple is artificially intelligent. It recognizes text, telephone numbers. You can select the foreground object in a photo and copy just that. You can actually take your photograph and change the depth of field effect on a, on a portrait photograph. So that we've got artificial intelligence in our photo apps. Photo. Uh, mm -hmm. The phone or the uh, cameras have artificial intelligence. In the cars have artificial intelligence. They're talking about humanoid robots running around right. here in another right. ten, uh, five to a year. I'm not going to say ten, but I think maybe five years is more realistic right now. Uh, you know, so it, it definitely is a very high rate of speed change going on right now. And I don't see anything slowing it down. 
No, we're just going to have to buckle up and hold on. That's all I <laughs> that's, can. That's about it, yes. <laughs> and not walk around saying, I can't do it, I can't do it, I can't do it. All right. Give it a try before you, you know, just, yeah. don't throw in a towel from the get-go. So let's give it a shot. And if it doesn't work, there are chets always available on Mondays and Thursdays <laughs> from 9 to 11. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> All right, folks, I think we'll wind it up here. And uh, thanks for the listen, and we will see you next episode. Goodbye, Chet. Goodbye, Gary. Goodbye, Gary.